0: Hello there, dear listeners. It's Laura here with a brief public service announcement. If you've listened to our previous episode, What Have You Done, on the first day that it came out, uh, you might have listened to a version with an audio issue where the audio became cut off partway through the episode about eight minutes in. We apologize deeply for that mistake. Don't worry, the full version of the episode is up now, so if you do want to catch it, go ahead. It'll be right there for you. And uh, hopefully we won't encounter any issues like that again. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the episode. And welcome to Come Along With Me, a podcast for fans who finished all 10 seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of Ooh in an episode-by-episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am Laura the Human. And I'm KK, also the Human. This is Chapter 1.25, His Hero, boarded by Kent Osborne, Nikki Yang, and Adam Muto. In this episode of Come Along With Me, we hit the magic nail on the head. This podcast contains full spoilers for all of Adventure Time. If you haven't finished the
1: series, turn back now. Fresh from beating up a swamp giant and saving the Mini Queen, Finn and Jake stumble across the legendary sword of Billy, the greatest warrior ever. They find his cave with an aged Billy inside it. They beg to become his hero apprentices, but Billy says fighting things is a waste of time and Finn and Jake should try to help their community using nonviolence. Determined to follow Billy's advice, they decline to help a cobbler being chased by a dragon. Instead, they make free gruel for a local town, but Finn puts stone skin potion in it, turning the people into ghoulish rock people. This includes the cobbler, who asks them to watch his shop while he goes to the dermatologist. Finn has a cache of magic nails, which he uses to repair someone's shoe, making it a weapon, and giving Lumpy Space Princess plastic surgery, making her a cyborg. Lamenting how bad they are at being nonviolent, The swamp giant returns and harasses a sweet old lady. Finn gives in and beats up the giant, and feels terrible to have betrayed Billy's advice. The old lady assures Finn that he did the right thing by being violent and helping her. Finn and Jake return to Billy's crack, telling him he was wrong and that fighting does make a difference. A hole in Billy's heart repairs itself, and he praises our heroes for restoring his faith in herodom. BILLY! He's a greatest warrior ever! And also, he fought a bear! <laughs> What's your favorite part? That song is so
0: good. I also want to say that song. But you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say the weird old lady at the end. <laughs> like I was born to be an old lady. <laughs> and she has a very prominent butt. And that's just funny. <laughs> that
1: gets me every time, man. And then when she's, like, dancing on Jake, that's also very cute.
0: And then doesn't she go up and dance on, like, Billy?
1: Yeah, she crawls up on Billy's shoulder for sure.
0: And then it, like, if I recall in future episodes, like, it's implied that they were (laughs) dating. I like that. Billy's finding love in his old age. (laughs) In maybe the weirdest way possible, but that's Adventure Time for you.
1: Billy's voice actor is Lou Ferrigno, uh, famously the Hulk in the i think original series and also apparently hercules in the 1983 film well hey wait he's not the bad hercules has become a super mega no has that's he? kevin sorbo and he is not kevin sorbo
0: no. okay cool 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 we're fine then um <laughs> <laughs> uh his voice is so interesting i haven't watched the other films so i don't know if this is just how he normally talks but something about his cadence like really makes billy's stand out is it just me it gives it
1: no it gives it, uh gravitas
0: yeah yeah i can't even describe how it is or mimic it it's it's so unique
1: yeah lich king makes his lich first king. appearance
0: yes. in this episode the lich's first appearance we we get a a song retelling all of billy's epic adventures and the first one is or one of the most notable is the lich king which uh comes back in a big way doesn't he Sure does. Something I like about that song is everything that we get in it, Finn eventually accomplishes. Oh, cool. Yeah, he defeats the evil ocean by overcoming his fear. He
1: obviously defeats the lich. Oh gosh, there was some other stuff too. He saves the princess from uh, the evil flame. I think it's Viscount. (laughs) And... She gives him a piece of her hair, which Princess Bubblegum does.
0: Princess Bubblegum gives Finn his hair and he rescues uh, Flame Princess from her dad, who's not a Viscount, but I think it counts enough. Um, Yeah, he does everything that his hero did. And I just, I don't know, I'm not sure if that was deliberate or just a nice coincidence, but it it feels good. Feels good, man.
1: And also he fought a bear.
0: He did fight a bear, a very (laughs) creepy bear.
1: Which is also part of the like larger Billy Lich plot, which is kind of cool. It is for sure. It is for sure. Um, the so. Lich also has uh, the Lich also has both his horns in the brief cameo we get. Hmm, so
0: that that suggests that Billy was the one who broke it off, huh? I think so. I think you can
1: infer that. And in the episode crossover, which is like the Farm World um, follow up episode, Jake the Lich does have both his horns, which
0: makes. By- sense because if i recall alternate universe billy is in that timeline and hasn't
1: defeated the lich yet right yes he's uh he's because the lich you know came to be because of the mushroom war so it makes sense that a billy wouldn't have fought him yet
0: yeah because the mushroom
1: war was delayed a thousand years
0: yeah exactly oh man there's a lot of interesting lore to dig into in that timeline but
1: yeah pretty pretty excited to talk about it more in depth
0: (laughs) (laughs) agreed uh but Going back to this episode, uh, this entire thing is a commentary on. Wait
1: for it, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> we have like a like a pew, 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 Dungeons and Dragons? We need a fact. stinger.
0: We need a stinger. Yeah. Maybe maybe we can steal something from the theme song of the Dungeons and Dragons animated series.
1: <laughs> I don't know if Wizards of the Coast would be super into that, but
0: they are uh, apparently very litigious. But no, the the commentary here seems to be, okay, imagine that you do live in a Dungeons and Dragons world. There are always going to be monsters. You can't just be like, and you save the day and everything is fine now. Because if you did, you don't go on adventures anymore. So you can see how a character in that world would eventually be like, well, what's even the point? Right? Absolutely. And then, of course, we do actually have like stone skin potion which is a reference to the druid spell stone skin which turns your skin to stone who'd have thunk
1: also uh the old lady tells jake and finn don't deny your rowdy nature paladins (laughs) so i think we had mentioned before that paladin might be a good uh class for finn and sure enough yeah yeah
0: i don't think jake is it though no I would not call Jacob <laughs> that would be maybe the last thing I would call him actually <laughs> so so the, the conflict here is Billy has decided that fighting evil doesn't work and that the real way to do it is through pacifism that's the real way to make fundamental change and it's weird because on one hand I agree with that Uh, And I agree with the value of community uh, support. I think that maybe is a more effective tool for things like poverty-induced crime, (laughs) as opposed to dragons. Dragons, right? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Also, a side note: the word "gruel." Why is it so unpleasant? Who named something "gruel"?
1: That's a good question because you would think. That you wouldn't want to name food after appetizing sounds.
0: Yeah, and gruel sounds awful, and I just needed to bring this up now.
1: You know. Well, the gruel apparently Finn and Jake's gruel is very adequate. So. Oh, adequate. That's great. That's I feel great. like that word is used a couple times in this first season to great effect.
0: Because <laughs> it's not something you usually bring up, let alone from like a thirteen-year-old warrior character. Right. <laughs> No, the way he says, like, this gruel is adequate, it reminds me, I think it's Stephen Fry. He has, like, uh, I don't know, something he wrote in his biography or a bit. So he has somewhere where, like, as a kid, he would always read, you know, kid adventure books where the, they would go out and they would come home and they'd get to have, like, a warm oatmeal or something. And when he was, like, 12, he finally got to have oatmeal for the first time. He was like, this sucks. <laughs> And that's always stuck with me. So after the one dude gets a stone skin potion, he has to go to the dermatologist. And I love that. You want to know why? Uh, Tell me. It's because it suggests that not only do doctors and medical professionals exist in this world, their job has got to be freaking wild. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you come in and you're like doc I don't know I, I've really been craving red meats and my back hurts and I've been getting headaches and they're like okay well we're going to put you on some painkillers and I'm going to do some blood work and let's do an allergy assay uh, you know all the normal stuff penicillin wheat garlic silver and let's just see if maybe you're, you've got some vampirism going on <laughs>
1: Uh, and the dermatologist cures him yeah very easily
0: <laughs> all right moving back to the the theme about i don't know pacifism versus fighting i i do like that finn comes to the uh, to the 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 idea that yes sometimes you do actually need to fight and be proactive that's something i i do agree with uh but in the long term this is something that finn learns isn't it
1: Yeah, for sure. He, you know, in Come Along With Me, the last episode, he's trying very hard to solve the problem with nonviolence because he sees, you know, I think when it comes to scale is where he can really see the difference because that was a whole army Mm -hmm. versus army situation. He's not saving someone from a swamp giant or a dragon. He's trying to prevent massive loss of life.
0: Yeah, he he comes to, to recognize that there are... Causes were fighting for, and what was happening here wasn't any great philosophical cause or, or, you know, something to really stand up for. It ultimately came down to two selfish people who weren't able to put their differences aside and were going to let the world burn because of it.
1: Yeah. And also, when you consider the whole cyclical message of the last episode that sort of ties into what billy is saying almost where he's like there's always going to be bad guys and you're always going to have to help people and i think you know that's sort of how like finn's righteousness is he doesn't care that there's always going to be bad guys he doesn't care that there's always going to be more people to help because he's always going to be there to fight
0: yeah and i mean i think that is how it's going to work it can get very overwhelming sometimes when we look at the news uh, or you read history books and you go wow things suck they've always sucked to a greater or lesser extent what can i even do in the face of that and i think the important thing is to remember well you're not going to be able to fix everything no one is so focus on changing what you can you know do what you personally can whether that's you know volunteering at your local food bank or you know, knitting hats uh, for homeless people in your community or donating what money you can put aside, uh, focus on what you can do instead of drowning in all the things that you can't. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Sometimes we can be deep <laughs> <laughs> Also the other moral in this episode is don't listen to old people and they're equally valuable. <laughs> also the fact that it comes from an old lady makes it extra valuable.
1: Right. She's like (laughs) gives this great advice about how sometimes violence can be righteous and then she's like also don't listen to old people. He's like wait a second. (laughs) Um,
0: Billy had a literal hole in his heart. Yeah. He sure did. Do you think that was a curse or something about like his mind state affecting his physical state? Could be both. It could be both. Yeah for sure. I'm sad we don't get more Billy. I know, and like half the Billy we get, he's actually the Lich. Exactly, like he gets set up as—I I don't know—he could have. I feel like he could have. We didn't necessarily need a whole bunch of episodes for him, because, but I think he could have had a great role as you know Finn's mentor figure. And listen, mentor figures in fantasy stories—they're meant to die. That's what happens. I'm sorry uh so i think it's the stuff with the lich would have eventually happened but i think we could have gotten a lot out of just even like one or two more episodes of them just doing stuff together
1: yeah and then we do get another billy episode with canyon but of course billy's not physically present for most of it until he comes back like mufasa like in the clouds at the end was it or was it the stars but yes <laughs> i think you're right yeah yeah the yeah, stars. yeah so i don't know um
0: I think there's a lot of places that we'll get into over the course of Adventure Time where there are things Adventure Time's willingness to just kind of move along is sometimes it's greatest strength but I feel like they sometimes do it too quickly where you're like, actually, you could, could have gotten more out of that uh, before
1: you just discarded it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his sword's name is Notong? Spelled like nothing except with a U instead of an I. Wait. I I wonder if that's inspired by anything. That
0: feels like a reference to something. I'm Googling it right now. In Nibelglund. Nibelglund. How do I pronounce this? Nibelungen? Nibelunglund. Translated as the Song of the Nibelungs. An epic poem in Middle High German. Sigfried's Siegfried's sword is called Balmung. In Richard Wagner's Ring Cycle, it is called Nothung.
1: Cool. So it is a it is a reference to it's a deep cut. Reference yeah, it's a to deep another cut, sword.
0: Yeah, it's it seems to be a deep cut reference to the German version of Norse mythology. Cool. Yeah, that's neat. I had to do some digging for that one. <laughs> Look forward to see how you edited that. No, I'm the you're, editor for this you're one. You're editing this one, baby. No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, I really like this episode.
1: I also think we have to give credit to one of the best lines in Adventure Time, which is, sucking at something is the first step to being sort of good at something.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, that's something I I remember every time I start something new, and I'm really sucking. Currently, that's crochet not good at crochet <laughs> we'll see where i go <laughs> anything else you want to add to this wonderful discussion
1: well jake has a secret crush on billy which means jake is by. i don't make the rules he's by.
0: oh yeah i mean that goes with that saying <laughs> he is married to ice king oh that's true <laughs> snail mail it's snail mail time specifically We're requesting some snail mail. We are getting very close to the end of the season. We have only one more episode. And after that, we're going to do a season one wrap up episode. So if you have any overall thoughts about season one of Adventure Time, that could be favorite episodes, least favorite episodes, standout moments, things that you wish they'd done more with in coming seasons. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, so we'll do the whole wrap up thing at the end. Uh, but for now, you can email us at adventuretimepod at gmail.com. Woo! Woo! And now, Meteorex KK.
1: Um, I one of my favorite movies of all time is the original Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, you gotta tell me why, because this is <laughs> so not your thing. I have a real soft spot for uh sword uh, sword related B movies. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's just I don't know. It's a visual delight. It is campy and silly at one point he gets drunk and punches a camel um it's <laughs> wait, also was wait, so the
0: character constructed is arnold schwarzenegger okay, arnold
1: schwarzenegger the... punches a... oh <laughs> conan conan the barbarian punches a camel
0: because <laughs> i could have believed it was schwarzenegger himself <laughs>
1: um it's one of his first movies as uh an english speaker so he doesn't actually have a line until about 27 (laughs) minutes into the movie that's his very first line and i don't know it's just really wonderful and the soundtrack is actually very very good if you ever need something epic to write to i recommend it
0: i do that for during my day job so maybe i'll check that out isn't uh mako also the narrator
1: i think so yeah yeah the voice of
0: iroh from avatar
1: yeah pretty sick narration also yeah
0: sweet anyway thank you for joining laura and kk the humans on come along with me you can follow us on twitter at come along with me where the last E is a three and also instagram tiktok tumblr at adventure time pod so come on grab your friends and go to very distant lands
1: Compared to all the other freaking Pixar movies, it's so pathetically bad. It's just so paint by numbers, right? Yeah, it's just, and like all the jokes are like, ha ha, like that—that's a car pun. Ha ha, that's a car pun. Ha ha, that's a car pun. And I don't know, it just just doesn't have the heart of the other Pixar movies either. (sighs)
0: So cars podcast is that our next project?
1: Yeah, definitely. Episode one is just me ranting about how rocks shouldn't be shaped like cars. That makes no sense. Rocks aren't shaped like humans. So why are the rocks shaped like cars, Laura?
0: Also, I've been recording this entire conversation, and I might <laughs> stick it at the end of the episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs>